The third component to that is podcasting. So being able to feature people in our community, doing that relationship building. And again, even if they don't become a client, we have still given them value where they, you know, they, we can at least leave them with like having good feelings about us because we cared about their story and we amplified their story and they have something that they can share to their community. Like, look, I was in an interview. Look, here's my story, you know? So yeah. So I would say that's basically what we do to drive leads and to nurture our clients. All right. Oh, perfect. So since you mentioned that you have an only channel presence as well and everything, how do your customers typically reach out to you? Or do they reach out to you via website form, email, or do they reach out to you via Facebook and stuff? So how do they typically reach out to you? Yeah, so we're really protective of our financial advisor's time. And so we actually kind of put out hurdles up to like filter people. So first and foremost, like there's a very unlikely chance you will find a way to schedule a call with my husband unless you're part of our newsletter or you're part of our our portal. Otherwise, I mean, yes, we I, I know we recently added like a like an inquiry call on our website, but for the most part, it's important for us to filter people by having them educate themselves first. So that by the time they get on a call with us, they can ask, you know, educated questions, educated and informed questions. So the way that we do that is we do try to draw them into joining our portal or at the very least, like if they have to come down to it, we do have them schedule an inquiry call, which they can schedule right on our website. But even then, even if you are on that inquiry call, we will likely encourage you to join our portal especially if you're coming on the call with very little knowledge of what we do, it's incredibly important for us to educate people because the thing is what we offer is we offer education in the private market that isn't as accessible in the government because the government will promote government products, which is fair. You know, like if you're working for the government, if you're working, you know, if you're serving the military, you're only going to get impressed upon you what the military and what the government offers. But because we're in the private sector, because we're civilians, and because we know that there could be better solutions for people, we also know that we have to create the education for our service members to know about this. Because otherwise, it is very far and few in between. We are one of the few financial firms out here that provides this kind of education. So that's why I keep stressing the importance of education before they schedule. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, that, that definitely makes sense and i think we have like four to six minutes left of uh, the call to win i obviously won't take much of your time so i have like two questions left you know, one question that i really want to ask you is obviously uh, you're giving me a good background and obviously the good intro and everything about your business what are your plans for the future of your business what's your vision like where do you see vision uh where do you see us like well in in the next five years or six years time plan? yeah that's a great question our future vision is to franchise our our concept so that other financial advisors who are not in the military space can adopt our teachings. You know, if, if other financial advisors are looking to tap into the military community, we want to be able to provide the infrastructure and the teachings, kind of like a realtor license or a teaching license, like basically, you know, create our own licensing, so to speak, for financial advisors to adopt our material and use it for, for their uh, client base and their marketing purposes. So that that is a long-term vision is is to franchise ourselves. <laughs> All right, that sounds promising. So can you share with me a failure or a setback that uh, your you or your business experienced, and how how did you you know cover up from that? What did you learn from that failure? That's an interesting question because it's like I think you only fail if you quit. There's a saying that goes like, "How do you become successful? You just don't quit," you know. And so that's my mentality is. I have submitted to this entrepreneurial lifestyle like I have my marriage, 
And, you know, you just got to deal with everything that comes with it. And I think the moment you have regret or you say shoulda, coulda, woulda, or, you know, you have a sense of guilt. I mean, it, it is important to work through those feelings. And once you do to just continue pressing forward and recognize what your purpose is, like to recognize that there's purpose in what you're doing. And I think that the moment you lose that sense of purpose, I think then maybe you're a failure, <laughs> but all the work I do is very purposeful. And therefore it's hard for me to, at least at this stage in my life, it's hard for me to to give you like a clear memory of when I failed because I'm still here. So therefore I haven't failed. <laughs> I think that has motivated me enough. I mean, I think uh, that was, that was great when you said that you only fail when you quit. And I think that yeah. biggest lesson uh, that one should always, you know, have that, you know, you only fail when you quit. As long as you're not quitting, definitely you're not failing. You're winning in life. Okay, so one last, you know, question and we'll wrap it up. Is yeah. what advice would you give to fellow entrepreneurs and small business owners? Uh, what, you know, should they learn from your story? And what is that one advice you would give to them? Um, I think the most important thing about entrepreneurship, at least for me, is I've come to find that if you do not have a spiritual practice, it's a really hard life to live because as an entrepreneur, you are stepping into faith every single day. Like you can have a big month, you can generate a lot of revenue one month, one month, and then the next month you can, you can make no money or the next month you can get sued, you know? And, and I think it's just like entrepreneurship is unpredictable by design because as humans, we're constantly growing. And there's a book I really like, it's called The E-Myth, uh, which stands for Entrepreneur Myth. And it talks about how it kind of just like, it debunks the way that people romanticize entrepreneurship. And what entrepreneurship really is, is it's a reflection of your own personal growth in life. And I think that having personal growth, uh, the part of personal growth is having purpose. And part of having purpose is having some kind of spiritual practice. So I think that if you do not have a form of faith, like I, I am a Christian, I believe in God, and therefore my sense of purpose is through him. Like if you don't have something like that, it's a really difficult journey. Like journey can really feed your ego really quickly. It could really make you feel like you're bigger than everyone, better than everyone. But if you if you don't have that spiritual practice to ground you, it's going to be really difficult. And so I would say that is my parting advice. One of my favorite Bible verses is Ecclesiastes 3. And it talks about like how there's a time and place for everything, like how life is seasonal and to embrace every season of your life. And again, like I can say this because I have a spiritual practice and I feel like it is easy for people to give up when they do not have the wisdom to stick things out because they're not grounded in some level of faith. So yeah, that'll be my parting advice. Okay, that is actually pretty good. And uh, I must say it was a pleasure speaking with you. Not only the session was good for the case study, but I think I myself got really motivated and I think I've been inspired <laughs> by the journey uh, you mentioned. And I think it is it is actually pretty good. And I'm sure once we publish the case study, a lot of entrepreneurs and fellow young entrepreneurs and women would be impressed and you know, would definitely be want to start a journey like you did. All right, so I think uh, the call, we're wrapping up the call. Uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll transcribe this call into case study sorts and we'll reach out to you. We'll share it with you. If I require any further answers to any questions, that email goes to you and, you know, I can get those answers via email. You can look out on the email from my side in the next week. Hopefully, I'll be sending out a draft with uh, the entire story that you mentioned in the, in the form of blog and you know, get your feedback on this. And obviously, I'll be asking you for certain creatives about your business images and logos and everything. But 
I'll ask you to provide me and along with the website link. And I'll be using your name as well in the article with about the your interview. And uh, yeah, so do keep a lookout for the email. And meanwhile, also subscribe to our newsletter as well. On the website, you'll definitely get some great articles there. And because we send out via weekly newsletter to our subscribers, and in where we are actually sharing articles for their growth and success. So you want you get obviously benefit from that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for putting in this effort. I know it's oh, a lot to listen to people's stories. So I'm glad that this motivated you. And your story you was actually it. your story was actually phenomenal. And I am glad we did this. I'm glad I had a chance to speak to you because obviously it's it's always good to, you know, speak to people like you and understand and you know, get motivated by journeys like yours and you know, so oh, I'm glad and the pleasure is all mine that, you know, we got a chance to speak and we'll stay in touch and uh, definitely I'll get back to you next week with, uh, with the draft for sure. Well, thank you so much for your time and your flexibility above all else. I really appreciated that. No, and I no, it's no, for rescheduling no, it. I look forward to hearing from you. No, no, it's definitely. And uh, do subscribe to the newsletter and uh, I think I'll, I'll hang up now because I think the time is running out. And thank you so much, Jen. I'll get back to you next week, hopefully. All right. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.